Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! Sports fans, good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time zone you are in. I'm Bill Murphy. Oh, I am Lawrence Patch by Lang. Danny Boy, Reginald from our unofficial DC headquarters. How's it going? We have an unofficial DC headquarters now, folks. Hey, I, I'm going to try to start doing that more often because it's like, hey, y'all in New York, I'm in DC. It makes sense. We have an we have a New York headquarters and we have a DC headquarters. Unofficial, now. unofficial. Okay, so our official headquarters are in New York. Let's uh, sure. Why not? Hey, we're moving up in the world, folks. We're moving up in the world. Slowly so, welcome surely. to the ninth and final inning of the second game of the Sports Insanity Podcast. A regular game this time. Of a regular game? No, guys, we're not going to go thirty plus innings. Unless you folks want us to, we'll do it. We will do it if you want. I swear to God, that happens. You're losing me after the 12th. To be like, we're in the the 12th inning. We're in the 13th inning. And then I'd be, wait, where's Reggie Patch? They abandoned me. It's just Bill doing the show by himself because Christine left too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Christine's, yeah, by the way, Christine's not here today. Something came up. But, you know, what you going to do? We all have lives. Yep, well, we just hope that everything's okay. We hope everything's fine. We hope she'll be back with us soon. So we got um not a lot to talk about, but um stuff to talk about, say the least. Because, you know, we're in that basically lull season. Basketball's in full swing. Hockey's sort of in full swing, even though still no one watches it. I, I feel horrible for the breakaway bandits. Sorry, breakaway bandits. Yeah, uh, why does no one watch hockey? And no offense to our good friend, Ross day. Mason. No fans. Right now, no fans. <laughs> well, I know the garden they're letting fans back in. They're letting uh, fans in everywhere. Two thousand, I think, in some stadiums. But because I was I watching, because I was watching the Rangers game the other night, and there were some fans there. It also doesn't help that the American teams aren't playing the Canadian teams right now, because hockey in Canada is amazing. It's like so people lost interest. Yeah, a little bit, you know, and and, and this is across the entire spectrum of sports. People are losing interest in football, which is mind blown. But anyway, we have a um, we got JJ Watt going to the Cardinals. We have your New York Knickerbockers who are doing decent, praise the mm-hmm. Lord. We got some spring training to talk about. We also got Tiger Woods and maybe something else along the way. We'll see what kind of mood we're in. Um, yeah, so much to talk about, yet so little time, huh? Yeah, boy, let's get it. Top half of the inning. Go ahead, Bill. Thank you. Okay, so J.J. Watt, formerly the Houston Texans, is now an Arizona Cardinal. It's two years, $31 million. Guys, think this is a good mood, bad move? It's an I interesting mean, one. It's not nothing I, I didn't expect. I mean, it's a little shocking. I didn't see him going to Arizona. Yeah, I, I expected Watt to go to like a contender. Nothing against the Cardinals. I think they're a rising young team and, you know, having a veteran presence and J.J. Watt is very helpful for a young team that's trying to make it, you know, young coach, young quarterback, uh, filthy wide receiver, you know, any way to beef up the defense, great. But for someone like J.J. Watt, I wasn't really expecting him to take the money over contending like uh, that was doubt that to me was just something that i certainly didn't see coming it i guess it just shows you that maybe he's just not about the winning it maybe it's about the money for him you know just to sustain and maybe he just wants to you know help out a young squad like i just said but it's kind of surprising because you know for someone like jj watt who's been in the league for over a decade you expect him to want to win at this point but i don't know i I guess that that's not the case for him 
I agree. I think, you know, helping them with a young team, I think that's going to be a good thing. Um, Patch, what do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat with um, Reg right now. He didn't really go to a team that's going to contend. You know, once again, Arizona's in this rebuilding phase. Again, you know, they have agent stars on the offensive side with Larry Fitz. They got a young quarterback in Murray. But, you know, this team is not really going to go far. Maybe seven and nine at best, maybe eight and eight. I give them that. But, hey, you know what? Watt's going to do what best suits him. He can now go to a team, I guess. He's going, he's going to the Cardinals. So it's going to probably be a good fit for him because he can probably help this defense and help yeah. tighten up their defense, you know, maybe not make them in the bottom tier of the defensives or, def- or defenses of the league. Yeah, I mean, you pair him up with Chandler Jones, who we already know is a Super Bowl winning defensive mastermind here. So, you know, having those two as the pass rushers, uh, it's going to be something to watch out in that NFC West. Yeah, that's going to really improve their defense right there. Oh, big time. And defense was one of the things that Arizona struggled last year. Offensively, they were, you know, peak. They're starting to peak a little bit, but defensively, you know, it was a little off. So beefing up that defense is huge. But again, you know, what me, I, I mean, I may even go further and say they would get nine wins, but like, you know, To me, I just think that, and again, maybe Watts at his point of career, like I just said, maybe he's at a point in his career where he may not even be worried about winning. But if he's worried about winning, Arizona's not going to be the place to do it right now. And you're not, we're not expecting Arizona to win in two years. But he is is getting a lot of money, though. He got payday, huge payday. Yeah, like I said, this is going to really improve their defense and, um, yeah, where did you think he was going to go, Patch? Well, just to go to correct my statement, I guess I wouldn't say Cardinals were the bottom of the tier of defenses. They were ranked in the middle this year at 13th. So, you know, hey, did they it probably just made them top 10 for defenses. But I saw them either go into Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Minnesota. Oh, Patch wanted JJ, didn't you? Home, hey, homeboy of Wisconsin. Could have gone join his brothers in Pittsburgh. But, you know hey, but, but hey, this, sometimes the curveball comes out of nowhere. This is what I will say. I, I really do like J.J. Watt. And um, not only is he a good player, he's just, he's just such a good guy, too. Yes, we awesome. See awesome yeah, guy. He's an awesome guy. Helped great for Hurricane when the hurricane hit Houston. So, yeah, J.J. Watt is amazing. And um, Texans fans are crying now that J.J. Watt's gone. And they're also waiting to see on what's going to happen <laughs> with Deshaun Watson. Oh boy. I mean, look, eventually the, the they're going to get rid of Watson. That team's going to break up. So, you know, probably a good time for JJ Watt to get the hell out of there. And he did. He's like, probably like, bitch, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he made it clear. Get rid of me. And granted his wish. And now he's going to go to Arizona. He may retire in Arizona. Not a bad place to retire. Because he doesn't... <laughs> Because he probably doesn't want to deal with the drama with the old Deshaun Watson crap. And, and on top of that, he just wants to go to somewhere where there's a rising culture. Houston is not a good place right now. So you go to somewhere else where it's probably going to be better for you. Anywhere is probably better for him at this point. Um, yeah. But again, still very, very stunned. But you know what? What it shows you at this point now is, you know, he because we talked about Green Bay. We talked about Tampa Bay talked about Pittsburgh, all these places where Watt was sort of linked. Now it's just all BS. Like we don't, we know nothing. None, none, nobody knows anything anymore. It's crazy. All we got to, all I got to say is all the best to JJ Watt. We wish him well. Maybe he could up the defense because, but like, here's my downside. I want to see him win the Super Bowl before he retires. I'd like to see JJ Watt win a Super Bowl. I want to see Aaron Rodgers win another Super Bowl first before I see J.J. Watt win one. I'm not saying that because of a Packer, because I'm a Packer fan. There's other people that need to win a Super Bowl first. No offense. Uh, I would like there. to see Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no, I would like to see him win a Super Bowl too. Okay, I saved myself. Um, but I would like to see um, J.J. Watt. I would like to see J.J. Watt win a Super Bowl. 
And I would also like to see my New York Giants win another Super Bowl, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, oh, you, you got two in your lifetime already. You can calm down. I'm still waiting on my first in my lifetime. Hey, I, hey, I got two of my teams in my lifetime. It's like this meme I saw, Reg, the last Jet Super Bowl party where people, people gathered around one of those small color TVs. Oh, my God. Sure. That was the last Jet Super Bowl party. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, when J.J. Watt wins the Super Bowl, it won't be that small-ass little box. It'll be a big-ass flat screen. And his family's going to my list. living room. Mike, I would like to see um, J.J. Watt, like, again, all the best to J.J. We hope he could really help with the rising culture in Arizona. We wish him well. Yeah, and ultimately, you know, all that's all you can do, and you know, you can't you can't criticize someone if it if it feels right for him, then you just go for it. Like you know, that that's that's it. It's just, again, it's just a little shocking, given where he's at in his career, and where he wants to progress. You know, it's all, all that stuff. But again, if it makes him happy in Arizona, look like I said, not a bad place to live, not bad place to end your career. And, you know, they're going to, the fans are going to embrace him. I'm telling you. Plus it's about 60 degrees warmer there than it is here right now. Oh my, don't, don't even get me started on that. (laughs) Yeah. That'll be, that's a whole nother podcast. We're going to have to have at least three beers for um, anyway. Yeah. So that's, what's going on with JJ Watt. What's going on with Deshaun? Nobody knows. Oh, we won't know anything about Deshaun until free agency hits. Because even though he's not going to be a free agent, that's pretty much the time where they start to unleash a lot of shit. And the new league year is going to be big, pretty big storylines across the board. Yeah, because you got that. You got the draft in April. Stay tuned, folks. A lot coming up, my friends. A lot coming up. All righty. So uh, let's move forward to uh, more positive news. That's coming out of the great city of New York. And no, we're not talking about the Brooklyn Nets, even though they are been they've been spectacular throughout the season. Um, no, we're talking about the team in orange and blue that's kicking ass right now. Past it's not the Mets. Not the uh, Mets. Sorry, Uncle Stevie. Oh, but, but the Mets could kick ass this year too. Go New York. Go New York. Go. So all three of us here are so stoked because the Knicks are winning. The true New York City basketball team is winning. They're in fourth place all alone at 18 and 17, over 500. Their best start since 2012-2013. Last time, the last season they made the playoffs. And hey, they and the last time they went eighteen and set, they were eighteen and seventeen with this kind of stats. They went to the finals in nineteen ninety nine. Oh my, what a year that was! Where they were the eighth seed and they went to the finals. Yeah, and this happened again. Uh, obviously, you know, times have changed. The Eastern Conference is no longer as good. <laughs> but I will say this: we'll the take Nick, it. The, oh, we'll take anything. The Knicks we'll getting off to this it. start, amazing job by Tom Thibodeau, who has been terrific for this team. And I've always said the team, because if you think about it this way, minus some player changes, Derrick Rose, Quickly, Toppin, Alec Burks. If you take away those players and put the team, put the players that they had last year that, that they replaced and keep everyone else, it's the same exact team. Nothing has really changed here. So then... You mean to tell me that the Knicks pretty much have the same people as last year? Obviously, my major change—not necessarily major changes, like minor changes. So they have this pretty much the same exact team, and David Fisdale couldn't coach this team. Mike Miller did a decent job with this team, but Tom Thibodeau can make this team a playoff team. Just goes to show you, coaching, culture, big things. Front office was a disaster. Coaching was a disaster. Now look what we have. Amazing job. Amazing. The Knicks are learning how to win properly. You really think about it. They're playing with heart each game. They're not giving up. Like, mm-hmm. okay, they, they could be down 15 in the third quarter with four minutes left, and they'll find a way to battle back within five in the quarter and then find a way to turn in the fourth quarter, turn the Rocket Jets on, and come back and win by 15. 
It's unbelievable what's going on in New York. By the way, all-star Julius Randle has been... Oh, he's been a beast. Absolutely stellar. And I'm so glad that he's still on this team because I know Nick fans probably didn't want to... Not necessarily didn't want him, but like they felt that he was just a waste of time trying to, you know keep him here but i always said if you give julius randall just a bit of time and better coaching and some confidence this guy is a stud like he wasn't a first round pick for no reason yeah that is yeah he's been a beast rj barrett's been really good yeah barrett's holding his own he's holding you know 16 and a half points a game so he's holding his own great to see derrick rose being a veteran team player mitchell robinson Reggie Bullock, Alfred Payton, all contributing. That's what we love Manny to see. Real quickly. Yeah, I mean, look, and Derek Rose, you know, he's averaging around, what, 15, maybe 16, 17 points. 12 and a half points for a D Rose. Well, that, that's throughout the entire season. I'm talking about ever since he came to the Knicks. Like, it's probably a little higher than that. N- not by mm-hmm. much, but it's still, you know, big presence for Derek Rose. And I, and I always said this, like, you know, even if he comes off the bench or if he does start, you know, at least it's, at least we know what we're getting out of Derrick Rose. If we're not going to get what he was in the prime of his career where he was, you know, NBA MVP and all that stuff, but you know, we're still going to get some good ball out of Rose. So Has he played 10 games with the Knicks so far. Um, How many games has he played? Close to it. I mean, if you go by his last 10 right now, he's averaging 12 and a half. Right. Which is still very good. Yeah. I mean, we're not asking Derrick Rose to be like an all-star type we're, numbers here. You know, we're not asking for like MVP season, D. Rose, where he's putting up 27. No, the, 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 those years are long over. Though if he ever gets us a 30-point game, like I'll be going nuts. No, but I, I love the addition of Rose. And, you know, and, and it's all around. No, even top. Because he said he was going to have like a mentoring role in the um. Well, yeah, the the whole idea, and he he's embracing it very well. He wants Manuel quickly to grow into a stud, and he has been far better than expected. And I'm glad. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to wear my nerd hat here for a sec. Okay. So basically, Derek Rose is basically like the Knicks' Yoda here. I, would, long... I wouldn't say he's their Yoda. He's more. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? He's like a he's like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. He just moves around. He goes from team to team, helps out if he can. If he knows he's not playing well, he doesn't play. But when he when he plays good, he's a great role model to be in there. Similar, I would say. I I think that's a better comparison to Yoda. Yeah, that is. Sorry for the yeah. for the for the dorky Star Wars reference. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> Hey, it was a good shot, though. I tried. I tried. I tried. It's a good shot. Um, Nick still we needed. Tried. We tried. The we Knicks still. The Knicks still got to do something with um um Obi. Yeah. Star Wars night. <laughs> Obi Wan. That's Obi. That's, the forces. The forces with the Knicks right now. Yeah, that's that. That's gonna be something great. You know, Toppin, you know, when he's in there, with especially with Quickly, they click very well. But I guess he's not getting enough minutes, not enough playing time. I mean, we need him to be good, like, soon because he's older than most of the people in the league, and he's a rookie. So he's going to have to be stellar, like, at some point. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm putting a little too much expectation on him, but, you know, when you're the – the Knicks' number one pick in the draft, we expect you to grow into a stud. So eventually, we're going to have to get him out there. Thing is, as long as Julius Randle's playing, like it's going to be a little hard for that. Go ahead, Patch. I was going to think, and, and think we're coming up on the trade deadline, too. The Knicks could still make a move for something. Well, what would they trade? I, I don't want a big piece because then you're going to, that's going to cost you. Yeah. But they, they, they could make like a minor move for like, I'm not saying go out and get an A plus player. Go out and get yourself like a B B plus player. Yeah, people that, are, that can help just help fill a little bit more. Yeah, I I I would certainly be okay with that. People are throwing like Victor Oladipo out there. People are throwing Tyson Chandler out there. 
which is like I'm I'll be okay with Victor Oladipo, but I just don't know. I mean, he'll he'll probably fit fine with the team, you know. And I'm sure we can give up something good enough that we don't have to lose so much of the team we already have. But I don't know. I I, I want to make sure that the young guys get more reps though, because that that those are the people we have to focus on more. Eventually, we're gonna get our stud players. We're gonna get stars here. But right now, it's about the process of just going through everything, the building, development of these players that we expect to be good. And they have two more games before the All-Star break. If they could go into the All-Star break winning four out of their last five, they're in good shape. Yeah. I mean, they're they're seven and three in their last ten, so it's a good start. Yeah. Ain't that much. I would love to go into the All-Star break. Three games over. Down. I want to go. I want. I want. I want to go in the All Star All Star break at twenty wins. That would be. That would be really nice. See that. That's what's going to get the crowd excited. Now that there's fans back in MSG, that gets the fans excited. That gets the whole city excited. I, I've always said when the Knicks do well, the whole city goes delirious. It's nice to see. It's nice to see fans back in the garden, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, it, it is nice. I mean, it's, it's only about two thousand people, but it's like it's you know, better than nothing. <laughs> totally better than nothing. And, and the then, Rangers get and, and the Rangers get the same treatment too. Exactly. And then you have fans dancing in the street. Knicks won. They're dancing in the street. We need that right now. Oh, we need that right now. Oh, we so need it right now. It, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, I'm in Virginia, so I'm sort of missing out. But I'm not missing out because it's all on video, and you know I'm uh, I'm not totally alone. I'll, I'll eventually find a Knicks community around here. I think you you I'm, I'm sure you can find one. You, 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 I'm in a Winnipeg Jets Green Bay Packers group. Teams, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I know a Packers bar back in Astoria, Patrick. I know I know a Packer bar in Florida that I found due to a Facebook ad when I was in Florida. So, but I'm just saying, uh, the football season, Patchy's gonna be going to Astoria, aren't you? Why not? Eh, if you can get there, I means hard to. You know, New York City is a pain in the pain in the ass. Hey, Patch, I may not be a Packer fan, but I'll go with you. I will have some fun. We'll have some fun. There's, yeah, we'll try. Yeah, the the day will probably end with one of us having to carry the other one to the train, but we'll see what happens. I'd be me carrying you. Is that a drunk joke? Yes. And you know what? I'm not even upset about that because it's probably true. God. Um, yeah, but the Knicks are looking really good right now. They got to finish out their all before I'll start back. They finish off against Sac- um, San Antonio and Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Do they have any players in the All Star game or not? Nah? Uh, Julius. Julius Strandle. This game shouldn't even really happen, but that's another conversation. Um, yeah, who cares? <laughs> if they want to play, they want to play. If they no. don't want to play, they don't want to play. I'll, I'll watch the slam dunk contest. That's yeah. always entertaining. Yeah, how's that How's that working? Everything's going to be on the All-Star, the day of the All-Star game, right? I do, I, I do not know. I, I think know I'm excited for the dunk contest and three-point contest. Yeah, I think fun watching that. I think everything's going to take place like halftime or like before the game starts. So it's one of those things. I'll look uh we'll we'll update you on that one. And Google we'll is a thing. We'll get you the information because it's like oh uh, there's so much going on. It's like oh you don't even know what's going on. Yeah and I just want to before we go on I just want to say again go New York go New York go go New York go New York go you haven't won you yeah you, you haven't won your neck card yet to do that. Oh, that's not fair. I'm only joking. <laughs> Had to be. He's trying. I will say that. I'll, I'll give Bill the benefit of the doubt. Bill is yeah, doing I've been his try- Yeah, I've been trying to watch. I've been trying to watch. Yeah, and, and look, at, at least you're keeping up a conversation. It's amazing. Yeah, at least I'm keeping it up. At, le- at least this wasn't like the old times when I'd just be like, okay, you guys talk. I'll just sit here and. It's like it's like me with it's like me talking hockey with Rifkin. <laughs> so it's like Rifkin knows everything, and you're just like. Well, I mean, I, I've done, I've gotten better since college. And it sort of dwindled down a little bit because, you know, hockey's not my number one sport. When yeah. I find time, I'm usually prepared. It just <laughs> depends on the work week. And I also got my other podcast I've been prepping for too. So, hey, so that, but I'm trying to watch the next hey, that, that, that movie podcast, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I just want to give a quick plug, if that's okay, gentlemen. We plug it at the end. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll be right back with more of the Sports Insanity podcast after these messages. Welcome back to our show, sports fans. We now move to the bottom half of the inning. Well, in the meantime, as we transition to the spring, uh, we got some Kentucky bluegrass out in the fields in Florida. Baseball's back, baby! And, and the beautiful diamonds. And the fans. There's fans at spring training games. Thank you, yeah. Florida. It's just an amazing sight to see all these baseball games going on right now. And I miss baseball. Like, Oh, I do too. You have no idea. Baseball's my favorite sport. You have no idea how oh, that offseason feels. Especially when you're cheering for teams that stink. After the Yankees, like to see the Yankees play again, terrific. So yeah, so yeah, spring training games started off uh, this weekend, and uh, you know the Yankees lost the game. They won today against the Tigers. That's nice, beautiful. They won today, so that's a good thing. Yeah, no, it's not. It's spring training doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but it, it, I want to see these players. It's get nice to watch baseball again. <laughs> it is. Yeah, nice. I can't watch it right now. Yeah. You know what was an amazing sight in spring training this weekend? Trey Mancini go out there. I think he had like a single or whatever in his first at bat since coming back from cancer treatment. Yeah, I saw that. God they, bless him. Yeah, they they get the fans gave him a standing O and you know it was an emotional return. And even though it's spring training, you know, it's still a good feeling knowing that you you're recovering from cancer treatment, cancer, you had stage three colon cancer, which is like a big deal. Like colon cancer is like really bad. Uh, if it's in, it's like late stages. Um, yeah, um, I just want to say, cause I, my cousin's wife passed from that. So mm-hmm. I, so yeah, it can be very. Yeah. So, so we're, we're happy that he's feeling better that he's able to play a little bit. And you know, we just wishing well this season. You know, I, I'm a, I'm not an Orioles fan, but you know, watching Trey Mancini play and just tear up the Yankees like he has in the past, you know, it's it's good to see good players, you know, come back. And he's a young player too, so you know, it's he deserves, you know, to have his moment back in there. And I'm just glad that he's back to playing ball. Yeah, and I did anyone. <laughs> Yesterday during the Yankees, um, during the Yankees Blue Jays game, did anyone see when um Talkman went yard and Voight was like, "Oh shit!" This is where Michael K is actually really good. Is that if the moment's right, he allows stuff like that to happen, where the players can take over the calls or whoever wants to take over the calls can. So he allows everything to go on. So uh, I'll give Michael praise. Michael K. praise for that because you know it's Pat's really cool. favorite announcer or was that John Sterling? You don't like? I can't. I can't. I can't stand either him or John Sterling. Yeah, I mean both. both. They used to be radio partners at one point. Yeah, oh, oh my god! god. Imagine, imagine. I mean, I mean, Michael K. used to be pretty good on the radio. He was. He was actually pretty good on the radio. It's when he went to TV that's when it all went downhill. Listen, I. I just. You don't... know what? It's like I'm going to give a weird opinion here. Um. You know, everyone seems to not like his broadcasting, but they like his radio show. Me, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I don't love his broadcasting. I think he'd be better, but I don't think it's that bad. And I've only listened to his radio show a couple times, and I don't know. I just listen, Michael K. If you're listening, you're a nice. I'm sure you're a nice guy, but his show is just a little too vanilla for me. Oh, Bill's about to get sued. I have no idea what that means, but okay. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I, I, I don't think he's as exciting. It's, it's, it's not that he's not exciting. It's just that he just throws in he throws in more cheesy puns than we used to, to do back in the radio station. Ah, those were good days. Just okay. Those I, were I, good I, old days. Okay, it's an A bomb from A Rod. Okay, we 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 know it's that a was Sterling, man, but, not K. Well, either you'll get my point. John Sterling too. I can live without. I get your point. Actually, has a deep-seated hate list. I don't have a deep-seated hate list. I don't hate anybody. I dislike people. Hate's a powerful word. Well, you could just be like my dad and just tolerate people. 
I tell her, I, I tell, I work um, in, I, I work in the grocery store business. I do. I have a high tolerance for dealing with stupid people. Okay. But uh, anyway, um, so Pat, how are the Nats going with their, um, since you had to listen to us talk Yankees, how's the Nats going with their. We're doing all right. You know, a couple, a couple people are hurt right now. You know, Strasburg is still dealing with his injury. His ankle, Scherzer's dealing with his back, I think, again. Um, Soto's out for a little bit, but spring training, coming back. You're coming back from not playing baseball for a few months. You're bound to have some little bit of setbacks. Ryan Zimmerman came back, and the Nats went back to back to back today. So, I will yeah. say I will say this, Patch. I'm sorry if I cut you off. Um, You're fine. The, I mean, Eric Fetty, while, I mean – he only pitched an inning. He only gave a broad. He looked pretty solid out there in his yeah. first spring training game. And, and I know they're limiting him to like 30 pitches or whatever, but still, like in that one inning of pitching, actually not that bad. So you know, you gotta be you gotta be a little bit, you know, excited. And you know, they're they're I'm, putting up runs like crazy. Like they scored six runs today. Hey, it just shows when that offense clicks and you know we have i think probably top five in pitching we're in top five in pitching this year with our bullpen if not maybe top three i'm not saying we're the best in the league yeah but i'd definitely go either top five or top three for pitching this year when everyone's going to be healthy yeah i'm just looking at kyle schwarber and i'm like can this guy go off i'm gonna buy myself a kyle schwarber jersey and probably a john lester jersey treat myself i'm excited for the yankees too i like i say you know i'm not i'm not the biggest yankee supporter but i'm excited for the yankees this year oh i'm i'm over the moon i hope, Ga- I, I, the I hope gary sanchez comes in and proves all the haters wrong and shows that he can improve well the thing with gary though is that he's regressed big time and yes. and I, I and again like i i i'm with you patch i want gary sanchez to do well i don't want to give up on him but at the same time, in 2017, 2016, where I think I think that's like his official rookie year because he played a certain amount of games. So take 2016, and he took whatever he did in 2016 into 2017, and he was phenomenal. He was a beast. Like he he was raking like crazy. Not the greatest catcher, but he was raking. Even in 2018, you know, he had he wasn't the greatest, but he was still you know a run producer. Big time run producer, 2019, 2020, not seeing down. those, not seeing those same numbers, and that's that's concerning. That is kind of concerning. Given it's very concerning. Like, it, hopefully ahead. he can do good this year. Yes, I didn't want him to. I, I'm and tired. You know, I'm tired of you know ha- having to switch him out because either the pitcher doesn't like him or because he can't hit. No. I want Gary Sanchez to be there every day, every day catcher. Um, I'll say this. Um, you know who who I'm going to be very concerned about this year? Mm-hmm. Judge. Okay. And Stanton. That's concerned every year for you guys. It really no is. Now, this is talking from two people who sat in the judge's chamber. Thing with, I mean, for what we're paying Judge, I'm not crazy, crazy concerned. Because it's not like we're paying him a shit ton of money. Stanton, though, I would be a little more concerned because we have that big-ass price tag on him, and it blows that he gets injured and that he hasn't had a full season and that he can't play the outfield. It's so bad they have to sign Brick Gardner again, and I don't want Brick Gardner here. But you don't want any out. more birdie parties? <laughs> Well, I mean, look, I appreciate Gardner, and Gardner has. Oh, done I like it. Brett Gardner. Yeah, and... it, look, I I like him too, but where does he fit with this team? Does it? They have too many outfielders here. I would rather see Mike Talkman play. Definitely want to see Clint Frazier play, and they're saying he's going to play every day. Um, but Gardner for what reason? Like, so he can retire as a Yankee? I don't care about that stuff. I, I just don't understand the fascination of. Oh, lifelong Yankees having to be with the Yankees the entire time, and and granted, just four million with all that money that we're giving Gardner, and he's probably going to be here another year because they put a player team option on him, which is like really silly. Um, for all that money, we could have waited to the deadline 
to get a pitcher and bring on like a very small price tag for that rather than go after Gardner. But I, I digress. Uh, you know what? I like Gardner, but it may be time to hang it up soon. With it's him. time to hang it up now. Because no doubt he needs to hang it up now. I understand he still wants to play the game that he loves, but there comes a time and point where you need to realize your time is up. Gardner at this point is hitting for power. I'm I'm not signing you to a contract to hit home runs. You're supposed I'm to be speed, to you're supposed to be speed guy, and you're great in the outfield. You're supposed to be speed guy on the bases. He's a speed guy. Gardner hasn't been a big at big time base dealer for like the last few years. And he's also been he is also I think somebody correct me if I'm wrong here. He's the last remaining player from that 2009 World Series team. Yes. Yes. He's the last one. So I think, you know, yeah, they signed Gardner to one more year, but you're right. Maybe it is time for him to to hang it up. And listen, I hate to say that because I really like him. And also, as I said, Brett Gardner is actually my brother's boy. So, Dan, if you're listening, shout out, bro. Go out. The last time Brett Gardner, for what we signed him to, like, we have him as a speed guy. Last time he had at least 40 stolen bases was in 2011. He had, like, 49. Since then, he has not made it past 24. He's getting up there in age, folks. Which is, like, that's, to me, that's not, to me, it, Gardner is underperforming at what we want him to do. And... Because he's using power now, he's striking out more. He's not getting on. He gets on base. That that's a little unfair to say. He gets on base, but he strikes out a lot. He's not producing that much runs. And I get that he's on the older side, so we don't need him to do it. But we didn't get a lot out of Gardner throughout his career as a Yankee, and it's just it blows. Like he's he's turned into. Not necessarily a nobody, but you know, just a shell of himself. Guy. Just an extra guy on the bench, exactly. Just an extra guy on the bench. Brett Gardner's now just a shell of that. himself, and maybe after this year, maybe they should say, shake his hand, say, Brett, thank you for your service to our organization, but it's time to go a new way. That might not be the case. They signed him to oh this year, and then they have a player team option, so he might come back anyway. So we're stuck with him. Hopefully he does good this year and we can just forget this whole conversation. But or, or, hopefully, or, or hopefully he's good this year and we trade him. I don't want him at all. Reggie wants him gone. Look, I, and again, appreciate his service to the Yankees. And believe me, that 09 World Championship, forever grateful for that, even though the biggest reason for that was not Brett Gardner. But still, like, you got to give him credit where credit's due. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. he was the speed guy. Exactly. I want the young guys to do it. I want to see more Clint Frazier out there. Talkman, not necessarily young, not necessarily young, but much cheaper than Gardner. And he's putting up almost Gardner-like numbers. So it's like, I don't know. It was a silly signing. Gardner, that's somebody I sh- we should be concerned about right now. Yeah. But again, I'd be more concerned about Giancarlo Sten because like I said, Giancarlo Sten... We have a hefty, hefty price tag on him. And it's injured. when he's injured a lot and not playing, it's going to be like, okay, well, we have this. We're stuck with him. We can't do much. No one's going to want I feel like I want to stand inside the stadium with a sign when Stanton fucks up with a sign that says, you are such a waste of money. Yeah, well, well, at the time, at the time, to be fair, at the time, he was big-time hitter. And... We didn't give up much for it, but we did take on that contract. So that's that's a big deal. So should I bring my you are such a waste of money sign yet? I mean, if you want to. It probably wouldn't go over too well, but. Yeah, the, the whole idea is we want Stan to do better, and we want him to play more. If he plays more and does fantastic, then fine. But if he's going to continue to miss 50, 70 games, like, that's going to be a problem. That is going to be a problem. And he's a concern. Aaron Judge, like we said, is a concern. What I'm really concerned of how the pigeon's going to be. Don't. I think he'll be fine. 
They're not going to be. They're not. They're not going to be number one this year, but they do have an ace in Garrett Cole, and they have stud pitching. Look, look, look at all around. You have Sevy, you have Cole, you have Kluber. Davey Garcia is going to have a chance this year. Jameson Tyone, you know, he's going to try to bounce back from Tommy John surgery. Let's see what happens. Like, these are good pitchers that they have, so I'll, I wouldn't necessarily worry about it yet. This is not necessary. Hopefully, pitching is going to be decent this year. Well, look at the bright side. Baseball's back in only 30 days till opening day. Oh, can't wait. Cannot wait. We're playing against we're playing against the Blue Jays on opening day. We get the Mets. Are you guys gonna be you guys gonna be in DC or I think we're in New York. Yeah. So short version, baseball's back. Isn't it a great feeling? It's an awesome feeling. Shows that winter is almost over. Spring is here. The diamonds looking wonderful. Moving on. All right, so as we all know, Tiger Wood was in a horrible accident, car accident, in which he was severely injured. Yeah, I mean, uh, they had to repair his legs. Like, he was literally close to dying just in that accident alone. Like, they had to, you know, pull him. They had to literally use, well, what is it, the jaws of life, whatever? Yeah, the jaws of jaws of life. Yeah. Again, I, I I know nothing about cars or anything, so I, I I don't know how this works. But they literally had to use that system to pull them out, and you know it was it's a pretty scary scene. Like you see the you see the car accident now in L.A. County, very scary scene, and we're glad that he's alive, and hopefully he just returned to a good quality of life. I don't know if he will return to golf, but you know. It, well, let's just hope that he returns to a nice, good quality of life. So just for his own psyche, you know, like, say, so that he can enjoy his time with his family. Because they say that they're that he has a difficult recovery, recovery ahead, mm-hmm. and he might not play. And they say he may. There's a good chance he may not play golf again. He may not even look. Forget playing golf. He may not. Everything may not be the same. The way he walks, the way he stands, sits. I know I'm probably over exaggerating, but I'm not over exaggerating. Oh, you're not. You're not. Like, you know, the, 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 these are literally things that can't be, that can't happen as a result of this crash. Yeah. And um, as tribute, the um, player, the players' tournament this weekend, they all wore. Not all. A select few players wore red. A A select few players, and then uh, uh, I think I think one woman on the women's tour wore red as well. Yeah, they wore red, and then that the hat too, the black hat. I think the yeah red no uh red uh red shirt, black pants. Oh, whatever one it was. That's what Tiger is famous for on Sundays: red shirt, black pants. As a tribute to him and. Yeah, it was it was good to see the golf community come in to support a Tiger. I mean, Tiger Woods changed that sport big time. All those golfers, especially the you know, the younger ones that you see out there, they look up to Tiger. Like they watched him when he was at his best. So it's just natural that you see the community just rally behind him, and it's it's a it's a, it's a great way to support him. I thought it was very smart, and kudos to the, the golfers out there. And I, I gotta say is listen, um, Tiger Woods best golfer of all time. Regardless how you feel about him, of some of the things in his personal life, but you know what? There's a story I remember hearing about Tiger that I really just that really just hits me. It's after he won his first major championship, he should have been out celebrating. You know what he did? Mm-hmm. He what he went he just went right back to the driving range, and I think it was his caddy or somebody said. You just won. Go out and party. He goes, I can always, I can always get better. Exactly. Yeah, well, well I, I'm, I'm not touching that subject right now with a 40 foot flagpole. What is it? He can always get better. I, I, I if, Tell me off camera. If you know the like that that Tiger Woods, there's a whole background to that. We'll talk about this off air. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying we talk about off air. You can no, no, no. I'm just curious. Um, 
I'm not a golf historian, so. I'm not a golf historian either, but I watched a recent documentary about him. I learned a lot of stuff. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a big chance he's not going to play golf again. But like you said, Reg, as long as he has a good quality of life. But if anybody can come back, it's Tiger effing Woods. Because yeah. remember, he had back surgery. Yeah, do, do, many, do, many do, of do, them too. Uh, he's had like 20 back surgeries. Yes, like outrageous. Like we didn't think he would another big time major. The man, yeah, the man won, the man won a U.S. Open with no ACL and a broken ankle. So it's possible if he could come back, he could come back. Well, if he, if he comes, let's say he comes back and doesn't necessarily win the uh, like the Masters or the. The U.S. Open, yeah. the PGA Championship. Yeah, let's just say he just comes back and wins. Just wins a tournament. Greatest of all time. Hands down. If he's not already. I, yeah, I, who I who does the, that? Who does that? I put in the conversation for greatest golfers. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not a huge golf guy, so, like, I don't I know. You got Jack Nicholas, Arnold right. Palmer. Exactly. Yeah, th- those those are the big names. Um, I mean, in the top five. Throw, you, you can throw Phil Mickelson not as the greatest, but you can throw him in top 10. Certainly, yeah. The men, the men should just win the U.S. Open. <laughs> I love doing that. I love Phil, though. Yeah. Because, you know, Phil and Tiger have always had a bit of a rivalry, but. But they're best friends at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Tiger, wish you the best. And Get well, bud. Get well soon, Tiger. Yep. And like I said, kudos to the golfers out there considering their support rallying behind the guy and uh, we hope that he returns in good spirits yeah he is the goat for golf well guys that is our show for today and um the season yeah this is a good season it's the game not the season okay it's the game the game okay fine and that's the game so uh, we're going to be taking a little time off, right, guys? Or Yeah, well, stay, stay tuned. There is a surprise. Not a surprise. It, it, it's an, there's an interview coming up that I'm going to release soon. Um, it's an update. I'm not going to say who it is, but it is an update. And um, we're very excited about this update. It, it's going to be wild. So uh, I'll be interviewing this guy. Hopefully one of these two gentlemen will join me as well. And uh, we're going to have a good time for it. So just stay tuned for that. We'll release that probably next couple weeks or so. Uh, but while that's happening, we will, we, the show's going to take some time off. And uh, we're going to We're not going to be completely gone. We're also going to have them. Um, no. We're going to recharge the batteries. March Madness is coming up. We got to do, we got to make an appearance for Selection Sunday. Get our no. brackets ready. Right. And seeing when will we be and see will we be possibly ripping up our brackets by St. No, wait. The, the tournament starts the day after St. Patrick's Day this year. So will we be well, ripping maybe. up our tournaments by the end of the week? And we'll, we'll probably end of the day because one team that will probably pick loses. I remember one time I had my brackets set and I was ripping up my bracket by St. Patrick's Day. Story of a lot of my people's brackets. brackets. Story of a lot of people's brackets. It, it doesn't last long. I remember a couple of years ago when Virginia lost to UMBC. Uh, that was oh, the whole country was ripping up their brackets that day. Every, yeah, every bracket lost that day, I think. Who cares? <laughs> that was great to watch. <laughs> it was fantastic. You could always be that, like, that B-dubs commercial. Have you ever seen that, that Buffalo Wild Wings commercial? This guy has, like, 30 brackets. And, like, why'd you print out, like, 30 brackets? Well, just because... Oh, look, the number one team won. Oh, what a shock. Oh, a 16 team won? Look, I got that too. I should just go be that guy, make like 50 different brackets. I should make three. Yeah, usually, yeah, yeah. I, usually I join in on a bracket challenge, but uh, I don't know if they're going to do that anymore. It's all good. Yeah, but hey, it's going to happen this year. That's a good also, thing. Also, we got a fantasy baseball special coming up too. Mm-hmm. Yep, so there's a lot coming up here. At the podcast, at the network, we're so excited, and um, oh, we are really excited. Yeah, and we, and you know what, we couldn't do it without you guys, the fans. Absolutely, all seven of you. Hey, we're gonna have more. We're gonna have more one day. Do I have to get on stand on this chair and give my Wolf of Wall Street style speech? Because I will. We're gonna. We're getting there. We're getting there. It was a funny joke. And speaking of which. 
you guys, you guys said I could do a plug, so I'm doing a plug because I plug our show all the time. On you, you've seen me talk about sports. Check me out talking about movies on the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag. We're live on YouTube every Wednesday at 6 p.m. And we're also on Spotify. So me and my good friend, JT Mahoney. JT, if you're listening, shout out. We talk music, movies, TV shows. Check us out. We're we're fantastic. It's really good time. You go ahead. And you you met the guy I've done it with before. Dan. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah that, that's awesome, dude. And uh, he, yeah, he, and and look, they're they're movie experts. You know, I'm 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 not I'm not into movies like they are. So it's great to listen to them sometimes. Yeah. So um. So yeah, check us out, and because I constantly plug our show on when when I do when when I do the show with his going check. I always joke when it's a sports reference. So it's, it's not like I have a podcast. Sports Insanity Podcast. Check us out. We are on all platforms. But yeah, so yeah, check check out Mixed Bag. So, okay, guys, well, like I said, that is the show and that is the game. We'll see you in a few weeks. Like I said, we're going to we're gonna take a little break. But like I said, we got the Selection Sunday coming up. We got that awesome interview coming up. We got Fantasy Baseball Draft. Opening day. And we may do an opening. Should we do an opening day show? Uh, if it's around the time, sure, why not? We'll talk about this off air. Okay, guys, so... Check us out. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Listen to us wherever you get your podcast. And if you want more, Patch, where do we go, buddy? Oh, you go to a website, www.thesportsinsanitypodcast.com. Yeah, so till next time, I'm Bill Murphy. I am Lawrence Patch Medline. Danny Boy Reginald. This has been the ninth inning of the second game of the Sports Insanity Podcast. We will see you in a few weeks, folks. Take care. Read about our history. Get to know us a little more with our weekly Insanity blogs. There will be links to all of our episodes. You can even become a guest on our show. Just log on today. The SportsInsanityPodcast.com He was the heart of your family, and he taught you our history. He helped you fix your first flat. He was the best backyard DJ around. And every time he'd tell a story, he'd own the room. But now more than ever, he may feel alone. Today, older adults and their loved ones are struggling to connect in a time when connection has never been more important. But there is something we can do. Embrace our older loved ones through StoryCorps Connect. With StoryCorps Connect, you can honor seniors remotely with an interview about their life. Every interview will be archived at the Library of Congress, becoming part of American history, so that years from now, future generations can listen in. All right, Grandpa. What's one piece of advice you have for me? Just three words, sweetheart. Live with courage. The man that had the best stories still has plenty of stories to tell. So connect virtually and share the conversation of a lifetime at storycorpconnect.org slash AARP. Connect, honor, share. StoryCorps Connect. A message from AARP, StoryCorps, and the Ad Council.